am Alex, and this is Emerson, and it is What Do You Do With an English Degree? What do you do? Uh, Well, today we're talking about why the genre of mystery Mm -hmm. is so popular. Yeah. So I work in a library, and mystery mystery is most... Absolutely, the most checked out. Interesting, because I don't Hands find it. Down. I don't gravitate towards mystery in books or in movies or TV. Really, I really don't gravitate. Do I like it mm-hmm. occasionally? But that's not like oh, I can't wait yeah. for this mystery book. No, I think that they're um. Not into it now. Just to give an explanation of the the people that we're working with at my particular library, right. because this it might not be the size. most popular <laughs> genre period. Sure. Like if we did a poll, I think it would definitely be way up there. Oh, it's definitely one but, of the most popular. I think. Um, the library that I work for is in a small city in a pretty like rural zone. Mm-hmm. We're in like Southern Pennsylvania here. Right. So we got a little so, bit of everybody in this. A part zone. of a swing yeah. state, mm-hmm. like, Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely the majority of our patrons in like adult fiction Mm -hmm. are white and also i mean the majority of the not the majority a good chunk of the population is pennsylvania dutch so it's not like yeah keep that in mind too yes so it's like they're white Mm -hmm. yes but like also they're white because unfortunately we live in a really white area we do and um we're not in Pittsburgh. They're all. they're all pretty much older. Like yeah. I would say like 50 plus is really the okay. people who unless you're like a parent with a child, like not that that I think that is a good majority though. Like at least 50% of our adult patrons. And so yeah. those are the people who really are getting mysteries. And I this floored me when I first started to working. kind of pull it outside of our own experience, too, though, we talked a little bit about, like, Book of the Month, which you do subscribe mm-hmm. to. And, yes. Um, and they always, always have a, a mystery. There's always a mystery. Or there's a not thriller. Always, there's not always a fantasy. There's not always, a, like, a romance, per se, right? Like, or there's is there always... The only the only one that I have seen that is one hundred percent always there mm-hmm. is some sort of mystery thriller. See, this is what I'm saying. So at least it is interesting enough to the general population. Mm-hmm. It is worth its, you know, yeah. Like, it's worth its thought. Yeah, and I think a lot of the really famous authors that we have do write in that genre. So yeah. I. Wanted to do a deep dive into this genre because I just, I needed to know what the fuck is happening. And I'm going to be commenting on it. So I went to the roots and this is just a small historical understanding. And then we're going to try to figure out why. Yeah. Okay. So in, uh, mystery is one of the newest genres, probably the newest genre of fiction that we have. I would not and expect that. It it really started in the 1800s. Okay. Kind of almost exclusively on the although not like 100% exclusively in like England and in Europe. But popularized there, I'm sure. Popularized there. And one of the like big claims for the reason why mystery only started then mm-hmm. was because mystery began one as detective stories. Yeah, I was going to ask about and that. And detectives weren't actually a very common thing mm. until the industrial period. Sure. So 
up until that point, like things were pretty much settled. Like, you know, like your land is owned by Mm -hmm. this person, this person kind of settles it. There was, people were more spread out. So any crime that happened could be resolved with like a town constable. Mm -hmm. And it was only when the industrial period sent like hundreds of thousands of people into London and into distinct gotcha. cities and we needed that we needed a police p- force. Right. Yes. And that detective work became an actual job. And then people I'm sure were interested in this job yes. because it's so new. It's a new newer concept. Yes. And therefore people are gonna imagine what it's like. Absolutely. Yes. And and I, so that's how it began. One of the things that I was taught about the mystery genre, it is is that it is such a um probably also one of the reasons why it's one of the newer ones mm. is that the mystery genre is when that cannot really be orally done. Yeah. No. So a lot of, it takes a um, lot of planning, and a lot of genres and, yes. that are ancient, right. which is like a good chunk of them had to be orally done. Like before right. written roots. word. Yes, yes. They have oral roots. Whereas like the mystery, like you can't right. really um, embed all of that information right. into just a song. Like it's it's well, really if you difficult. Think about the way that they were telling stories. Oftentimes, like you know, you have to like get everybody's attention. There's people talking. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, I don't know. It's being yes. retold. Like mm-hmm. it, you have to be There's really tight when you write a mystery. So many characters. Right. Like you have to know so much. Right. Which doesn't always work exactly. in an oral tradition. Yeah, and I don't think mystery would translate to an oral version maybe like on a podcast nowadays but it's still a really tight red script most likely yes. it's not it's not like off the not mm-hmm. off the cuff but it's not no but yeah. but a lot of part like a lot of songs at least in ancient greece and Rome, right. because that's what i specialize in off the cuff were like off the cuff though yeah. like they, they I mean. were a little yeah. bit and like you and can't you really, really do that, do that. yeah not yeah. a good mystery really i mean like a, mm-hmm. a, a decent mystery i think takes a little planning Absolutely. Yes, I I would hope so. Um, So the first book that I could find Mm -hmm. that is categorized as a mystery, and forgive me if I am wrong, if there is one earlier. Now, this is like full on mystery. There was books, there were things that included murder. Sure. Okay. But this is the first one that people categorize like this. It's called uh, Das Fraulein von Schuden by E.T.A. Hoffman. Okay. And um, that was written was in 1819, I believe Germany, just okay. because of Fraulein, but I yeah. don't, I don't know. Apologize for the butchering if, if that was yeah, if that was bad. Um, one of the other earlier ones was Edgar Allan Poe's Murders in the Rue Morgue, mm-hmm. and that's 1841. And then Sherlock Holmes was written right. in the 1887s. Yes. And 1920 is when we start getting Agatha Christie, we get Nancy Ooh, Drew, we get the Hardy Boys. Okay, okay. So these this this period so was kind of like a here. golden yes. age for mystery. Yeah. And, and that's when it happened. And as you can see, like all of those stories that I mentioned involve like a character who is a detective. Right. We're following the detective. We're figuring it out with them, mm-hmm. putting it all together. Yes. Yeah. And then so, you start to branch out to other ideas, not yeah. just detective mysteries yes and that was what i was kind of interested in because for me Mm -hmm. i'm not particularly into modern mysteries it's not um a genre that i really go for however i love agatha christie sure like i i love edgar Allan poe i love uh, like who doesn't like perot 
Like, who who doesn't like sure. Hercule Poirot? Like, I think, like, that's just, that's cool. Like, watching somebody figure out this, like, I mean, really fucking weird case is great. Even just, like, something like Stephen King, like, he, there's a reason he's one of the most popular writers. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, once again, I don't gravitate towards mystery or thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly don't read a, about it by choice. I did take a class that was set around the 1800s, uh, and that was, like, the period that we were researching, and specifically, like, detective novels, and we mm-hmm. read a bunch, and obviously this was a semi-new concept, and I just have to point out, just, like, as a random tidbit, if you ever have read, um, like, a detective no- novel in this period, it's, like, almost always OPM. Like, something to do with OPM, I swear to yeah. God. <laughs> like, always. Like, I it mean, was, it was like, a big social issue. So, like, I cannot remember the book's title but there was this whole book about a jewel that was being stolen and the person that stole it didn't know they stole it because they were on opium Opium. essentially and it was just a really fascinating novel like i wish i could Mm -hmm. remember what it was called but maybe i'll uh, add it to the description if i remember (laughs) i'll google it but um yes But, Very interesting. But there is, like, I feel like, because I made that distinction and you made mm-hmm. that distinction, too, where there's a difference in our minds between yeah. modern mystery thrillers Definitely. and detective stories. Yeah. Detective stories kind They're of have, like, it, a though. weird classiness, but they yeah. are a part of it. So these subgenres, Umbrella. one of the subgenres that I was reading about was called the hard-boiled fiction, which I think what is what blends into what we have now. Sure. So the hard-boiled okay. fiction started cropping up... Um, it had the same like initial origins as the mystery. Okay. However, it really like exploded in the 1930s. Gotcha. Where um, kind of think like th- film noir, uh, like yeah. this is where you get that like gritty like Ugh, yeah, uh, uh, personal um, private eye kind of uh-huh, thing going on. Yeah. This is where you get the gangsters. This is where right. you get the drug usage. It has a very like quote American. Um, lean and like this kind of character made sense for the time period because in the 1930s like mobsters were huge like this is when like cities were exceptionally unsafe and to have books that had characters like that was Mm -hmm. you know a a part of the culture it was it was a reflection of that Um, and I think that that's probably what's happening now in the lean toward thrillers, in the yeah. lean toward specifically like crime fiction. Yeah. Because, I mean, the rise of the modern day serial killer, these identifications that kind of came out in the 80s, Definitely are a things, newer concept for us. Are a, a much newer concept. Right. And the idea of like not just someone figuring out a little bit of a goofy crime, but being hunted. Being, like, the idea of someone being mentally um, not all there. Like, the idea of having to fight for your life. Someone that is doing it not only on purpose, but with malice, for fun, uh, and continually doing it like a serial killer. Yeah. um, Is fascinating to us now. I mean, think of all the, I mean, we watch a lot of these on Hulu, Netflix, all these specials about Mm -hmm. real life Yes. Uh, killers. And it is fascinating to get into that mindset of why someone would do this. Mm-hmm. What would possess them? What would they do next? And it's it's like frightening in a way that's like, 
exciting. Yeah. I think, like, because, like, I love true crime. You do love true crime. I yeah. I adore it. I'm not into... I tolerate it. <laughs> I'm not into, like, mysteries or thrillers. Yeah. But, interesting, though. But understanding, like, unpacking this kind of psyche mm-hmm. is so interesting. And, and you're right. Like, it's about, yeah. like, this foreignness. Like, how could someone... Commit this, do this. How could someone yeah, do this? Right. And at the same time... The heinous there's clients. There's, Oof. like, this familiarity with mm-hmm. it. I think that there is... It's enjoyable to watch because you're watching something and you're like, I'd never do that. And right. at the same time, like... So you're safe behind the curtain of, I'd never do that. Yeah. At the same time, you're thinking, like, well, what if this XYZ, person... Right? like, came for me. Right. Like, what happens if someone... I mean, we are inundated with the idea that killers are everywhere. Yeah. It def- well, that they could look like anybody. Yeah. They could be anybody. Yeah. Like, everyone um, is kind of exceptionally familiar now with the, quote, psychopaths, yeah. like, M.O. Like, everyone knows the... Especially the as a woman, I feel hints a little of a bit more uh, at risk <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. Um, and you either get one of two camps. A serial killer typically doesn't know the people they're killing it's random or they have a specific target but then you have these like one-off murders and those happen from people you know yeah and um, either way it's scarier somehow that we moved from like the detective story of the one-off murder Mm -hmm. into well no like we've seen people like mass murder so what is this and i think that's where the thriller comes from is is us trying to wrap our head around something that seems very inhuman. Sure. But I still don't, I, like, I still don't like it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I can't say I, I consume can't. a lot of books, but I can tell you that, like, as far as I'm concerned with the amount of and type of mysteries and thrills we have, my favorite are psychological thrillers. Mm. Um, and I'm talking more movie, although I, I'm sure there are plenty of books that fall mm. under this genre as well. But I find the more psychological thrillers, not like the blood and gore, mm-hmm. um, like spook out there to spook you kind of thrillers, yeah. more fascinating for that same reason of true crime of getting into the mindset and yes. uh, trying under- to understand it. I think um, Dean Koontz is one of my favorite authors for that. He mm. writes serial killers, like, super creepily well, like, from their POV. Like, yeah. Um, but it's always, like, for me, it's, it's like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like it when it gets gory. But no, if, yeah. if you show me a character who's, like, really fucking crazy, I'm like, okay, I can, I can hang with this. Yeah. But I think of those kind of weird genres, I prefer horror to a thriller. Like yeah, that's fair. I, 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 I'm not really sure what's considered the fine line between those two nowadays. But like, I would once again, I think horror is a more classic. Like it's an older genre. Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps that's it. I'm just an old ass hoe and I don't yeah. like reading I about at least for me, like in my perspective, um, unpacking like the psychology of why we as people that aren't in a mystery novel, okay, why we would like to read these kind of spooky things and spook ourselves out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at least for mystery, not necessarily spooky mysteries, but just plain old fashioned detective mysteries. I always think it's, at least for me, it's a little bit of like, can I figure it out? Can I Mm. 
be can I get there before the author does? Mm. That's See, what it is for me. I don't know if people just like to enjoy mm-hmm. the ride and like the, oh my God, I never put that together kind of feeling. See, I do um, like to enjoy the ride. I like both I, ends. I do like mm-hmm. when they surprise me, but I also like when I figured it out yeah. first. I think for me, like being yeah. a fan of Agatha Christie, sure. when I guess the ending and and I have it right, mm. like I'm almost disappointed. disappointed. Right. Like there's, me. there's a vindication, but then it's also like, oh, like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I like it. It either way, like I like it because oh, I feel smart, and mm-hmm. then I do like it when they surprise me because as a writer, it is often hard to surprise me. So if you actually manage to pull one over me, um, yeah, I like, feel nice. like, dang, you're yeah. good. You know, not that mm-hmm. I'm like the smartest cookie in the batch or anything, mm-hmm. but just that like, I don't and maybe know, that's the nice. problem is that the 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 tropes of a mystery thriller. Mm tend to be now all tropes in all genres tend to be very systematic but with the mystery thriller it's very much about like this step will make you surprised and this is how it's definitely going to end like you know like the delicacy of a really good mystery is often like something i can really really appreciate because if you do it really well and really subtly Oh my gosh, I can really appreciate that as a writer, especially. I'm like, dang, you really, you really worked hard to get that to be really clean. Yes. You know? And I think, I think almost in, in mystery more than any other genre, tropes are dangerous because Mm -hmm. then it kind of takes a little bit of the shock out of it. A little bit of the mystery out of it. I mean, obviously in every genre, it's a little bit irritating to have too many tropes without any personality. But I think especially in mystery, it would Mm -hmm. be a dangerous one to use too much. And honestly, like, a well-done mystery, I think, is probably the most impressive. Oh, yeah. I it, think it's... It takes a lot In my of, perspective, it's the mapping. hardest to write. Yeah. At least for me. Maybe it's natural for, you know, Stephen King. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I, whenever I've tried to write a mystery, it takes so much planning. I literally have to plan that shit backwards. Yeah. You have to start at the end, go forward. Okay, then you have to read it around. And then mm-hmm. you have to, you know, read it like you're new to it. Like, am I dropping too many hints? Or is it too slow? Is it too out of the blue? Is it, you know, you have to think about all of these things as you're mapping it out. Because as the writer, you don't want them to figure it out before you get there. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are some people who are going to figure out no matter what. Sure. I've never but tried to write to, a mystery, though. I so. haven't write, written a straight up mystery like it is a, would categorize as a mystery, but I've had mysteries in the books that I've written. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just that little tidbit of mystery is so hard. Yeah. It's so difficult to balance yeah. correctly. See, I am of the school. I am of the Chekhov's gun school. I am of the... If there's information, you should get it across as soon as possible. I, 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 maybe this is, maybe this is the real root of the reason why I'm not a fan of mysteries well, is because yes. I personally think that it's you don't dumb. Hide. Well, I, yeah, yeah, like I, I think that in books, like it's, you know, shock me with something that isn't being hidden, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like. One of my favorite things is when you know that something is happening and then it still shocks you when it happens. So like, I don't know. It's really funny though, how many people like enjoy mysteries. Do you lose their minds? Like I really want to know how many people that listen to this. If you, it's one of your favorite genres. Is it in your top three? 
Yeah. Um, is it your number one that you go to? Because it really definitely is not my top even ten, probably. <laughs> I think it's probably, the, like, I, I would prefer to read a romance than I would a mystery. Like, Same. that's how low it is on I would list. prefer to read a mystery to historical anything, but that's, a, historical is literally number, like, a hundred on my list of things I'd want to read in my I don't lifetime. even know if there are a hundred genres. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. It's the bottom mm-hmm. barrel. Like, and yeah. then it's, like, next level. Okay, mystery. Like, you know, but... Mm-hmm. I do enjoy it when I do it. I just don't pick it up, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's our, our historical dice into the world of mysteries. We should definitely do more historical dives into other um, genres, genres and, and talk yeah. about where they came from. What were the first ones? Like sci-fi. And let's talk about uh, fantasy and Miss Mary Shelley. Oh, Miss Mary Shelley. Shelley my I love. never get tired of talking about her, so... We should also talk about romance because oh, I know very little about the romance yeah, genre. Yeah, it'd be a nice little deep dive for us because yeah. I don't know anything about that historically. <laughs> I only really know the history of opera, and this is what my Are favorite teacher me? told. But just a little tidbit extra, okay? If you stood to the end, just, you know, you, you can have this, okay? The history of opera. This is what my theater teacher said. She said, they took all those Greek oral traditions that uh-huh. they were finding and they were like, I don't know which part they sung and which part they didn't sing. So let's sing all of it. All of it. We're just going to sing every part. And then it became <laughs> opera. And something like that just makes me so fucking happy. Excuse my language. I love the fact that opera was a literal mistake. I, I love it, it as a... Me up. I love it as a classical scholar because there are very clear documents. Oh, yeah. Like whoever the Italians weren't reading. Yeah, they whoever reading. in Italy was doing this research didn't do research they because do there's yeah. clear either, documentation. I think either some one of two things happened. They just didn't read it all the way, or they were like, you know what would make this better if you sang if it, it was all. sung in the most dramatic way. If you sang and every if everything part. was translated into Italian, yes, because everything's better in Italian. Mm-hmm. That is what the Italians were thinking. That's mm-hmm. what my thing is. That's uh-huh. that's what I think. Anyway, peace a little out. Extra t- tidbit for you. <laughs> Have a good one. We will see you next time.